Hello, and welcome into a new episode of Scarves Up. I am your host, Nathaniel Maymoudis. Sounders picking up a victory against the reigning MOS Cup champions, Atlanta United. It's time that I bring in my guest for this week, David Maymoudis. Are you there? Hello, everyone. I'm here. Back in Seattle, uh, in town for the game against the Portland Timbers happening tomorrow. Uh, well, I'll be watching uh, on TV. Uh, Sounders could clinch the Cascadia Cup uh, if they win tomorrow. Um, and... I'm I'm feeling pretty good about that. But let's get into this game against Atlanta. Very entertaining game. Raw for the Sounders, obviously. Getting most of their squad back. Everyone back, really. Uh, And uh, it's of the only people out uh, were Victor Rodriguez uh, and... um, Victor Rodriguez and Will Bruin are the only two people who were injured for this game. I want to keep Chad Marshall on the injured list for the whole year. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel you there. Uh, and and uh, uh, also, also Jovan Jones was not available because he uh, is away because uh, he just had a child. Well, his wife just had a child. Um, so he wasn't at this game, so because of that, ship started, but besides that, pretty much a full, uh, team with Morris and Roy, uh, Raul coming back in, um, Svensson next to Rodon, um, same, but it, besides that, same, uh, lineup, uh, as the game in Columbus, the week before, though, uh, this time Xavier Arrega didn't start. It was Kihi and Torres. And I think Torres had a very good game in this game. What, what do you think of his play? He did. He had, you know, some key last-second plays. You know, he made the game perhaps a little more dramatic. Hey, he, uh, he was so close to getting his first goal. Almost happened. I thought it was going to happen. It should have happened. He deserves it. He's always deserved it. Um, I guess it's just going to have to happen against Portland. Uh, But let's talk about the goal that put the Sounders ahead. An individual effort by Raul Roy Diaz. Gets the ball outside the box. Traps it off his chest. Then... Runs through the defense, chips the ball over the defender, the Atlanta defender, and then uh, the terrible Brad Guzan is coming out, buries it on the volley into the net. He would have gotten it by even a good keeper, I think. That was an amazing strike he put on it. And, you know, I really have the question, did he know exactly where he was going to put that ball that he rainbowed over the, the defender? Or is it just that he's amazing at adjusting his hips and getting set 
to strike the ball again when he was surprised that it went perfectly over him and and got to the backside of the defender. I, Either I, way is amazing. Yeah, I think he, I think he know knew and um and we'll we'll talk more about El Trafico in a second. Uh, but this week, uh, Zlatan had uh, his had an amazing goal too. I think this goal from Raul Roy Diaz is way harder. The angle is. The angle is harder, it's closer in, it's tighter. Um, I mean, Raguzan did a good job of making himself big, even though he's trash. Right, I mean, Zlatan's goal, you know, I did, I, I, did you read about the fight between Zlatan and Carlos Velo? Yeah. Which one of them is bigger, which one of them is better? Yeah. Zlatan's goal was very Zlatan. He was, you know, far away, he hit it very hard, um, you know, but... It was one-on-one, and it was sort of a little clearer what he had to do. So, you know, I think Rui Diaz's goal was much more impressive in terms of the, the set of people he weaved his way through. But, you know, Zlatan is amazing that he keeps, you know, doing exactly what he says he's going to do when everyone is desperately trying not to look stupid around him uh, by letting him do it. You know, and he just keeps keeps scoring. Yeah. Uh, so, Sanders take the lead off that goal. Um then Joseph Martinez would score. Uh, and speaking of Joseph Martinez, just recently completed after scoring against Houston midweek, has now scored against every MOS team. Um, did that quickly. Uh, did you did you look Matt, to see why Kevin Kelvin Leardon was so far behind on that play? Had he stopped to tie a shoe or left the field to use the restroom or something? Yeah, no, just terrible defending. And then just recently, just just after that, uh, gets taken out, and Abdul Salam comes in, does a much better job marking him on the uh, ensuing corner kicks later. And uh, he cut his hair, so now he is um, harder to locate, though he is super tall. I I, I think he's uh, Abdul Salam has been pretty underrated for us. Um, he's been very good. Uh, this year. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so so it's 1-1 after Leerdam fails to mark Martinez. And it, it's a great header. It's off the, off the underside of the crossbar. And then the other way, horrible giveaway by the Atlanta defense. Morris reads it, pulls it, puts it, just floats the ball into the box. Harry Ship makes it look very easy and uh, heads it down into the ground, and uh, that goal would be the game winner. Um, though that was definitely harder than a chance he had earlier in the game. Just so, so slow in the first half. One-on-one with Guzan, and then a defender is able to get back to block it. What did you think of Harry Ship in this game? I mean, you know, I'm often yelling at the field or at the TV screen, you know, Harry Ship, please be faster. Um, you know, but... He has a habit of... He has a habit of stopping um, running after the ball when I think if he kept his speed, he he would have had it. Well, I don't think so. I mean, I think, you know, the limited gifts that Harry Ship has, he uses them the best he can, you know. he would, I'm sure he would love to be fast enough to run by people, and he just can't do it, but he does keep trying. Um, so it was great to see him, you know, get that third chance of the day and just bury it home. 
uh, after Jordan Morris put it up there on a plate for him. It would have been easy to miss that header, too. And, and, and he, he made uh, it look way easier than I, it is. Um, you know, but I think, again, credit for Jordan Morris for putting it up there in a spot where, you know, Harry could... I think Jordan Morris had a very... I think Jordan Morris had a very uh, good game uh, here. Um, he was really using his speed, which... Um, I think he struggled to do a little this year, but um, he really he was really beating the defense um, to the bot to the to the goal line, um, which is good, uh, and uh, hopefully we get to see more of. But uh, definitely uh, is improving, has really improved as a as a player, uh, Morris. So so for this game against. Portland coming up. Do you think Ship will start again? Uh, let's see. What's the alternative? Uh, I don't know if we you think Rodriguez will be back. No, no. Rodriguez, Rodriguez uh, is is uh, ruled out for this game. So, so Buana, Buana or Jones? Will. You know, I don't think the, I don't think Buana is going to be the first choice. Uh, Wingo is off in Norway, I think, if you hadn't heard. Yeah, yeah, he's um, training with the first team. So. And I don't think the Danny Leva era has started yet. So, I think we're going to see Ship in there. Well, yeah, because uh, Danny Leva is more of the Christian Rodon position. Um, you know, I would take two Christian Rodons if we could get them. It's true, but uh, I, I think our formation will stay the same. I think Jones is more like is um very likely to start instead of Ship. Um, if he's back, I think he should be back. Um, I think he might have been back for the friendly, um, so uh, or on the bench. So uh, we'll we'll see if he plays. But um, more pace than Ship, definitely, and he defends more than Ship. So uh, against a pacey. Portland team that likes to throw numbers forward. Uh, I think Jones will start. Besides that, I think the lineup will be unchanged um, from uh, uh, from the game against Atlanta. Of course, Arega playing midweek. Uh, I would. I'm guessing that Torres and Kihi will stay will stay as as center back pairing, and the rest is is very simple. Stays the same. I I have this... I I just completely remember on Monday just thinking to myself, wait, wait, who was the referee? Because I... um, Just a very well-ref game uh, for Robert Sabiga. Um, Let's just call it a surprisingly well-refed game. Yeah. No no, uh, VAR... Used there were the only time that I can think of. I wasn't that I didn't agree with him. Was they gave they did give him they he he handed out a yellow card to Marco to Michael Parkhurst, um, who was like completely all over Leerdom, um, but. And he first played advantage because Leonam had the ball and he gave it and he passed it. 
to like Ladero, and then Ladero gave it back to him, and then because and he would have won the race to the ball, but Parkhurst was grabbing him. So when that was happening, it was good that they went back for the yellow card to Parkhurst. But there's clearly no advantage there, so they should have called it back. It was still definitely in the time where he could have called it back. Leardon was arguing. I thought it should have been called back because he clearly stopped him from getting to the ball. Uh, what, what did you think about that play? Um, yeah, I think it just was a little too long to... Um, to rewind it that far, I think. I'm not surprised that they didn't do it. Oh, it was like five seconds. That was, that's not too far. That's, that's, um, it was one pass. The pass from Ladero was like first time at back out where he's still holding him. And he's holding him while that pass is coming. So that's still like during the play. They could have called it. At least they gave Parkhurst the 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 yellow card, which was which was good. And then yeah, Robert Sabiga had a good had a good game. Um, I both agreed with everything he did. Uh, I wanted Morris to uh, get past Parkhurst more in this game. Of course, Brexhay going out uh, early, injured. Uh, has a lot more speed than Michael Parkhurst and Morris was taking advantage of it some, but wouldn't you have liked to see that a little more? Um, it did seem like we should have been able to take advantage of that more than we did. And, and uh, this, that was also a surprising thing. Michael Parkhurst actually got substituted later in the game after coming on in like the sixth minute. That was a little weird. You don't see You don't see substitutes Getting subbed off many, many uh, times. Uh, times. Uh, Devony. Okay, so let's move on uh, to what happened midweek before we preview more this game against Portland. She also talked about uh, uh, a little. Borussia Dortmund coming in, winning 3-1. Jonathan Campbell getting the one goal. Uh, for the Sounders, Brian Meredith with uh, a bad mistake trying to play the ball out, then got chipped. Should have kept the Make-A-Wish goalkeeper in longer. What do you think of Beam's play? I thought it was pretty great. He did keep the clean sheet, you know, relegating uh, relegating Fry to number three keeper status for the for the day. Uh, exactly. Fry, though, the Sounders did play a lot of their starters uh, and held up pretty well. You know, mostly against uh, the youngsters on the uh, Dortmund side. Yeah, I was not. Yeah, we. Um, well, there was no. Well, we played Rodon. We played Roy Diaz. There was no Ladero. There no was. Ladero, no, no Simpson. No. Was there. Did Morris play? I don't think Morris played. No, no Morris. Uh, maybe you're right. No Morris. Arega. Did Kihi... Kihi started... Kihi and Arega started, and then Campbell came in. 
at halftime, and then and then Lear and but Leardom was playing from the be at the beginning. Um. Oh no! I wish I was sort of hoping that we would see no starters in this game at all, and then if we did, they'd only play about fifteen minutes. And I think all the starters were I think Roy Diaz, Kihi, Leardom, and Rodon all played. 45 minutes um which when you're playing on Wednesday Wednesday um like yeah like uh, this it's just something I don't understand how how much really do they train because it seems like if you run around for 45 minutes um it's not gonna do that much harm uh but Spencer was saying they yeah. basically had a day when they needed to get some exercise anyway yeah but uh as as a friend, Nico, uh, showed off our youth players, um, and uh, saw some saw some good goals by Dortmund. The first goal Dortmund go uh, scored is just so much power on that shot. Um, it's like how did he get so much power on the show on uh, that goal? Good goal for Jonathan Campbell. Any other thoughts about this, friendly? Uh, nope. You know, a little, you know, a little bit of a mismatch, obviously, with them at the beginning of their preseason and the Sounders uh, in the middle of a busy week with a big game coming up. Just, uh, but you know, nice to have a, a big squad with some good players come to town. Just happy uh, that there were no injuries um, in this game. Uh, wish I could have been there. Would have been fun to see the um, upcoming superstar Jaden Sancho play in Seattle. Uh, but uh, moving on from that game, uh, moving on from that game, just, just so the transfer window is open now. Really, uh, we haven't heard almost any rumors about the Sounders signing people except for the fact that they were talking about there was like a small rumor that they were thinking of signing Aaron Johansson the former U.S. international who's still only like 30 or something are you surprised by that I mean obviously we're looking into people right now we don't have an intern I'm sure Langerway is out there working you know I'm sure we'll hear about it when he has something to tell us but we don't actually have an international roster spot available right now, um, which is weird. Since I, which is weird because I feel like we used to have so many open spots, but apparently they well, got filled you know, up. Usually there are ways to make some space yeah. when they needed that found. So yeah, and right now we have three DPS, but um, we could easily buy down Arega. Because he's technically a DP, but we could, I uh, know we could buy him down. Also, um, since the, uh, I, I don't think we talked, we didn't talk about it. Uh, the Sounders released who was the best Sounders of Evan. Um, pretty, uh, pretty much what everyone expected. Uh, what, well, what I was expecting. Um, the more recent and famous sounders getting the nod 
nods. Um, what did you think about that with um, Brad Evans um, being included in that? You know, Brad Evans was a big part of the Sounders for a long time. Uh, I think any time you make a list like that, you sort of see the prejudices of different sets of fans come up. So, you know, there was no one I really objected to that strongly. Um, you know, I think trying to pick the best one person at every position uh, is always going to be, in some ways, a silly exercise. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think the lineup that, that won, um, while I had some differences um, I can agree with, like, uh, I mean, I, I, I for full Sounders history, uh, I put Eddie Johnson ahead of Clint Dempsey because I thought he did more for the Sounders than Clint Dempsey did. I mean, Clint Dempsey did so much, uh, but I would say that Johnson might have done a little bit more. Um, uh, and at defense, Jimmy Triori um, was a rock um, at, at, at defense. Uh, and better than Zach Scott, but Zach Scott is Mr. Sounder. And the, But then for Brad Evans, the one that really I think definitely should change was uh, Mauro Rosales should have came in, should have been the, the one of the people there um, instead of Evans because he was he was our captain before uh, Ladero uh, was our captain um, and he had, he had a, like a, he used to have a, like our assist record uh, he was here for. Yes, he was with the team for for three years, 2011, 2012, 2013, but he was so good in all of those. Um, would you object if he was switched out for Evans? Um, you know, obviously, again, what I'm saying is they're both, both great players. Um, I feel like Rosales did fewer different things for the Sounders. So it's always a, a mix between, you know, who was the best at their peak and versus doing more for more years so I think Brad Evans was a longer time uh, as a big contributor to the Sounders than Rosales was but he couldn't shoot you always said that I always said he couldn't shoot I agree he was you know better the more you kept the ball away from his feet and the farther away from goal he was um, you know but again he could play he everywhere that's the other thing ship. he did a lot with them that's the other thing if you're gonna put Brad Evans in it it's like um, like when the voting came out, they had him in the voting for midfield, but it's like he literally played everywhere except for goalkeeper. Um, so it's like, uh, it was funny when they're labeling him as a, as a midfielder, you know? Yep. Obviously only one of many, one of many places. Yep. Uh, sort of wish we could seen him in goal. Except maybe not really. So let's just talk about El Trafico a little bit. Lot of of um, talking between Vea and um, Zlatan going on um, before this game. Uh, 
before this game, I don't think you could say that um, Slaton is having a better season than Vea. And, uh, and actually, I don't think you can say Slaton is having a better season than, than Vea after this game. Because um, Vea uh, is having an incredible season and has, and I think has done a lot more to deserve um, an MVP award at the end of the year. Um, then Slatan does. Um, right, and strikers always, you know, get a little more credit than they deserve because they're waiting in front of goal. And you know, again, Zlatan's done amazing things with that last touch. Vea is a Vea is a striker though. Vea is a striker. He's a winger. Even though I guess you would say he controls a no, little more. No, that's my point. That Vea, you know, Vea does more creating for himself and more playing through other people than Zlatan does. Yeah, uh, it, it's true. One thing that I was noticing about this uh, team for LA Galaxy now is their team has changed so much from what it used to be. I feel like their team used to really... Um, the LA Galaxy used to like be a team that housed like so many American players. Um housed all the most hated American players. Well, most hated in my mind. Most hated in my mind because they had... Or... But but now their team... They have a lot more players coming in from Liga MX. Um, and just... I saw... I looked at their lineup yesterday and I was like, hmm, I only recognize the names of like three of these players. Um, and I think well, it, I mean, you know, that's just the way the MLS is evolving. Yeah. After Atlanta showed them the way that there are a lot of places to look for players. Definitely. But then with all their lineup, with when you see their line like that, and then their keeper is David Bingham, who's like the former backup for um, San Jose, and I don't think he's that good. I think he's overrated. Um, actually. I don't think he's overrated. I don't think people talk about him that much. But for a team like LA, for him to be their goalkeeper, it's a little strange. Sometimes you do strange things to win. Uh, it's, but he's made so many mistakes. So I can't. I don't think you can say um, they're making that that decision to win. Uh, I, I I don't think he'll be there. That much longer, longer. I can see them making a big money goalkeeper um, signing. Um, of course, so LA Galaxy getting off to a bad start because he made a terrible decision to come out. A hundred percent a penalty in my in my eyes. Do you agree? Yeah, I mean, I think Vela does a good job, sort of putting the ball behind him. You know, putting his body between the ball and the keeper and the keeper and taking the collision. It's stupid that Vea can have the ball going away from goal and then still get to bring it in front of the goal for the penalty. Um, but, but I don't think you need to look at that as a bad decision by the keeper. I think it's a you know a savvy veteran move. By but Vea. but yeah, Vea you know, knows what he's doing and it's a great knows play. Knows what he's doing, creates the collision. You know, 
looks as though he's going to cut in and then puts the ball where the keeper can't possibly but he has self, But he has such a tough angle already, and there's two defenders who are there that David Bingham does not need to come out. So, bad decision um, by the keeper in my mind. That's a good point. Uh, so then, Zlatan would make the game 1-1, um, uh, and, and th- that penalty was three minutes in. The next goal was in like the seventh minute. Zlatan scores an amazing goal, runs out, runs over, and definitely said something to Bob Bradley, but he celebrates directly in Bob Bradley's face. I hate Zlatan so much, but that was a great goal. And, and all three of Zlatan's goals um, were pretty, were, um, pretty spectacular. Um, I would, I will not say that he is the best player in MOS. I hate how cocky he is. Um, but, uh, on, on that night, he had a very good game. And uh, I hate both of those teams so much. And I was thinking about the scenario, scenarios. I, if, if the, if NAFC wins, because I hate the Galaxy, then they're going to push farther and get um, um, get closer to the supporter shield. Um, if the Galaxy win, they're going to jump us and end up in second place um, until the Sounders play Portland. Um, so I was rooting for red cards. No red cards in this game. Um, but definitely, definitely entertaining. That's that done goal. Um, we'll be up against the uh, Raul Roy Diaz goal for goal of the year. Um, it was certainly win goal of the week um, following Raul Roy Diaz winning goal of the week. Okay, it's time for your score prediction against Portland. What's the score going to be? We already talked about the lineup. Um, facing Portland... Um, uh, I'm going to go for 3-1 Sounders. I think Portland is, you know, not as good as their power ranking represents, more like what their ninth place record in the West. Uh, so I think the Sounders are going to show, show strong at home, uh, keep that unbeaten record at home going, and put three goals past. Yes, I'm not. I'm, I'm not impressed with the power wing with the. With the power rankings that MOS has put out recently, um, they just keep keeping Portland super high. Portland just tied at Orlando at home. Orlando has been so god awful this year, um, and they couldn't win this game. I mean, Orlando, Orlando also scored first. It was, a, it was a funny one, but. But I agree with you that not a, certainly not a convincing game from Portland just now. The goal that Portland gave up was um, a very childish game, goal where you have to play the whistle. You have to play the whistle. It was a gr- it was a great play by Orlando to keep the ball in bounds, get it in, and score right before half. Um, Portland. Um, Portland just, um, the fact that they're in, in third place in the power rankings right now, when they're sitting, yeah, like you said, in ninth in the standings, is just absurd. 
Um, I was hoping that Diego Chara would get a yellow card in that game against Orlando. He didn't. So, um, because of that, Tim and there were no red cards in the game against Orlando. So, t- the Timbers have no one suspended, though they have a bunch of players who are out with injury. Um, well, they have their big center back, Mabiala and uh, Antonella, um, their keeper. First keeper um, is out. Those are two big names of Viafania as well. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna say three one Sounders. Um, who do you think is gonna score uh, for the Sounders? Uh, well, let's go for Rio Diaz, and we'll go for Torres to finally get that goal. And um, let's say Harry Ship again. If we can get him enough chances. Uh, I'm going to say that because Ship isn't starting, I'm going to say, uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think Jovan Jones is starting. That's one prediction. And then I'm going to say Torres and Morris with two. Okay. Um, we'll give Raul Roy Diaz one of the assists on Morris. But um, uh, I think Morris is going to have a good game. Um, I'm hoping he has a great game. Um, I, I am definitely excited for this game, uh, which starts at 6.30 Pacific Time, 9.30 uh, here on the East Coast uh, on uh, Fox, I believe. Yeah, on FX1. Uh, should be a good game. Uh, as we check in on the standings, right now the Sounders are in third place uh, after the LA Galaxy jump them. Because of that win, hopefully Sounders will um, uh, will leap back over them uh, after the game tomorrow. Uh, fun to see Toronto losing today, losing at home um, to Houston 3-1. Always love to see that. Hopefully that continues. Um, if you look at 538, Toronto, uh, Toronto um, right now has a 1% chance to win it all, um, which uh, we always like. Uh, they're sitting in sixth right now uh, in the Eastern Conference. Uh, before we wrap this up, coming up next, uh, starting next week, um, the new competition between MOS and uh, Liga MX teams um, is starting for the first time. They already announced that next year there will be more MOS teams um, uh, in it than this year going from eight teams to 16 teams. What do you think of this new competition? Uh, It'll be interesting to see if it's just a distraction from the real season or if it becomes uh, a decent competition, we'll have to see. It's so it's the eight it's the eight highest placed teams that are not in CCL get to play in this tournament um, from MOS. So it seems like the Sounders have a pretty good appearing have a pretty good chance of appearing in um, in another um, tournament against. Uh, League MX, um, we just won't know if it's CCL 
or if it's um, this tournament. Uh, but uh, we will have to find out about that later. Big game against the stupid Timbers. Hopefully the Sounders can win the Cascadia Cup. You'll be there at the game, and you will have your... Starves up.